What happens when three buffoons give life advice, explore unrealistic situations, and give random topics more thought than they probably deserve? It's the Spitballers Podcast with Andy, Mike, and Jason. What's going on, Spitballers fans, friends? We gave them a name, dude. The Spitwads. Thank you. You're welcome. Welcome into another episode of the Spitballers Podcast. On today's show, we have Would You Rather? That's a great question and yet another mock draft. This one I feel that I will fail in tremendously. Hmm. Uh, but we'll see. I don't, you know, I don't fail often. I pretty much win all the time. So it's, could accidentally. That's debatable. I, I find I'm either first or last in most polls. And in life. And in life. Yeah. You know, it's either I I am great at what I'm doing or I don't participate. Well, to be fair. Yeah, you're a sore loser and you're a very, very sore winner. Yeah, that's fair. I was going to say we're we're recording a little bit earlier this week because of the holiday, and we don't have any results from the poll of last week's show. Oh, but you'll be last. Well, the question will just be how high is my actual percentage? How many folks in America side with me taking a stance? I I would say three. Three percent? I'll no, take three folks. Three, oh, three no. people. Is it bad that while the – we're recording on a day in which that show actually released that I don't even remember what it was. Uh, we drafted on our previous episode Thanksgiving Day sides. Oh, delicious okay. yeah. meals. Which there was some there was some hot and heavy comments about the legitimacy of some of your picks because somebody drafted it's Thanksgiving. Of course, they drafted pumpkin pie. Yeah. They said, "Oh, ho, ho, ho. pumpkin pie is not a side." It's a dessert. It is a dessert. That's fair. I have the desserts on the side of my main plate. Well, yeah. you live, live my life. This is more, if you want a little insight into Jason's competitive nature, if he wins, he's the best. If he loses, he let you win. You're darn right I did. You're welcome. It was part of the plan. All right. Uh, by the way, from time to time, we love to read a review from the listeners. We appreciate the reviews for this show have been so great that we continue to do the show. So thank you. <laughs> Review Asaurus Rex. This one comes in from Veggie Meg. Mm. She says, if you want funny, you're in the right place. Hilarious. As an avid comedy podcast listener, I have to say I fell in love with these guys upon the first listen. Amazing personalities, amazing chemistry, and ridiculously entertaining Entertaining? Entertaining <laughs> topic choices. Enter look, in entertainment is when you are able to calm a like a lion with jokes. <laughs> and I can do it. <laughs> if you entertain Yes, if yeah, you entertain an animal. Yeah, or if you need to like sometimes you go to the, the dentist and they need to put you under, they'll do some entertainment and kind of calm you down before the procedure. No, they won't. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, hey, by hey, the way, yeah, that, thank you. This was such a nice review that it, Jason must have picked it. I, you know what? I hadn't read that until this moment. And as I was reading that, I thought, wow, this isn't funny. This is just really nice. And we sound too self. Uh, yeah, that's you need something that has a little. Yeah. Make fun of us. Like a compliment sandwich thing. Yeah. I like, like that. Love these guys. Great personalities. Jason. All looks of them are so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but also I listen. 
Yeah, yeah. thank you. All right. Uh, we appreciate your review. Let's get into Would You Rather. Would you rather? You all right over there? I'm fine. Seem a little de- disheveled, disappointed in no, some of your life choices. Well, I mean, that's true of most days. Most recently, that would have been the Dairy Queen decision I made yesterday. Ah, uh, yes. I, I, I fully endorsed and supported your Dairy Queen decision, so I apologize to you. Only thing worse than going to get Dairy Queen is to have it delivered to you. <laughs> I'm too lazy to go yeah. get my ice cream. Although, in some ways, it seems like the right way to do it. Because right. who wants to see? You make eye contact with the other people in Dairy Queen? No, you can't do that. I mean, you, you have to you have to make eye contact with the clerk and make sure that he understands the order. It's very much like a drug transaction. Always do you wear sober. Do you wear the uh, the Groucho, the the glasses, the the nose and mustache disguise? Uh, Only when he orders three blizzards. <laughs> Wait, have you gone to Dairy Queen and ordered fewer than three <laughs> blizzards? Uh, well, no, I suppose I haven't. All right. I get them for friends and family. Yeah. Uh, These aren't all for me, sir. Is this for my friend Lefty? <laughs> this is for my friend Righty and my friend Mouthy. All right. Matt from Twitter. As a waiter, would you rather always be treated super nicely and get a 20% tip or always be treated horribly and get a 40% tip? So are you willing to take some punishment for that quiche? So, And would that wear you down or would the money just wash that pain away? The first thought here is like, isn't... Please correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't a 20% tip a good tip? Yeah. 20% tip is what I would consider to be a normal tip. Yeah, it's about the it's the regular. When did that it's change? It's a regular good good service. When did that change from 15%? Cuz I, I like growing up, it was always a tip is 15%. So I always did 20%. Well, that's inflation. I, I wanted to be we, well, inflation. We've had to inflate the tip. <laughs> yeah, I mean No, I'm, I think 20% is a good tip. Yeah, it's a good. T- it's a b- see. I think what happened is fifteen percent was like the standard, twenty percent was good, and then it just became. It is so much easier to do the math of twenty percent. Yeah, that you I'm just, just gonna stay. Yeah, and there. if you do the math on ten percent, then you're just kind of a jerk. Oh yeah, you just double it, and then you're a great person. Yeah. Now, now what if you? Or- Let me ask you a question. Have you ever ordered something in a tip situation that only cost you a couple bucks? Oh yeah, like so, pizza. You get a. You you order pizza uh, is is uh, pizza is a standard three dollar tip for me. Has to be minimum five, minimum five dollars, or you're a monster. That's, I'm a, I'm a $3. that's what I've heard. See, I've always been like a three dollar tip guy for pizza. If I order a larger amount, like there's multiple people over, I understand. Mike, if you got ten pizzas delivered, would you tip three dollars? No. Okay. No, I, I would do so more. You're not a for my animal. my family night. It's three bucks. It's a pizza. Maybe there's a side. Perhaps there's two sides. I mean, three does sound really crappy. Yeah, well, it is really crappy because <laughs> it doesn't matter how much you order. They're doing the same work. So when I get like some special, it's like nine ninety nine for two large pizzas. I, I'm, I'm going to tip five bucks, even though that's like a 50% Wait, so tip. Okay, so then if they come in with the 10 pizzas, you're only giving the $5? No, I go 20%. Whatever, you know. So minimum $5. But it's the same 20%. amount of work, Jay. <laughs> I did, don't you put that so logic back on let's me. Say you, let's say you stop by a Village Inn or a Denny's. You go by for a cup of coffee, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, you know, your bill. They bring you the bill. It's a dollar. Yeah. Now, you, you're not tipping 20 cents on that, are you? I'd pro- I think there's probably a dollar minimum. Is there a minimum? I'm just, yeah. we're really figuring out tip etiquette. Well, you, you know what's, 
You know what move I hate? So the, the move of I go just anywhere where it's it's self ordered, where you know, like I have to go up to the register, and oh. and there's oh, there's I no inter- like there's no service being provided to me other than they hand me the food after taking the money. They don't they don't come out. They don't come check on you. Uh, refill beverage. They what, just take your order. They just take your order, and then you get the receipt, and they go, "Could you please fill this out?" Or do they turn around the iPad and say, "Just hit one of those buttons," and it yeah. says, "Tip or no tip." You're like, "Why are do you?" Do you normally tip on that iPad situation? Because no, I, I do not. I do not tip. I tip every time. I'm such a sucker. I'm like, they could see. That's me. why they do it. They're Jason. looking right at me. I got to turn this iPad back around, and they're going to judge my character <laughs> based on how I touch a button. Wow! So I I usually touch too big a button. Do you are you subjective? I mean, to the tip jar, or can you ignore the, a good? I tip can jar? ignore a tip jar. I can one hundred percent because ignore it's a possible tip jar. you don't have loose change or a dollar on you. Yeah, but, but the button when it's a button or a signature, they already know you're they're getting your money. When I have to hand it back to them and say yes, I have left you out of this equation, I can't do but it. But they didn't do anything. I know, but some people tip. And yeah. some people don't, and I'm going to be one of those two groups. As a waiter, that's probably the better way to go. As a waiter, would you rather be treated super nice and get a twenty percent tip, or always be treated horribly and get a forty percent tip? I'm getting, I'm getting the twenty percent tip. I mean, I don't need a life. Look, well, shout out to the uh, the waiters and waitresses out there. Yeah. I've never done it, but I've heard just Gotta how rough that job is. I don't. I wouldn't hack it. I could not make it. In so that you're twenty percent tip is a good enough tip. Yes, and now you've got a great job too. For me to not go home and. Have been berated. And, and just feel like an insignificant bug because I've been just been abused all day. It's a little bit of a mind job for me because I'm being treated horribly, but at the end of the meal, I get this 40% tip where I'm like, man, I must have been great. Oh, so I'm actually feeling yeah. good. Maybe I'm, feel taking okay. the, I'm taking the 40% because it's a little surprise at the end of every meal. Like, that guy cursed me out 11 times because I didn't bring him his water. Oh, wait, he loved me. Yeah, I think I've got to go with the 40% tip. No way. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, my shift is done, and I'm not taking my work home with me if I'm a waiter or waitress. I'm not going home thinking about what that guy in the smoker's jacket rudely said to me. Uh, well, Mike, you can work half as much. No, but see, you'll, Ooh, you're that- getting a 40% tip, except 35% of that tip is now going into your therapy jar <laughs> because you're going to need to go get some counseling. Um, have any of us worked in food service like that? No. I have never been a waiter or a waitress. <laughs> I know I I've would never not be able definitely to do it. never been a waitress. The, the only <laughs> the only <laughs> uh, the only story I have with this is uh, my first job. And when I say first, I mean 14 years old. This was like before it I was worked legal. At Wait, yeah, the, you're breaking child labor laws? My my mother ran a uh for lack of a an old folks home. I don't know what those are called. Okay. A retirement, retirement center? Center. It was a large one and they had this cafeteria and so I was used. Is that as, where you met Andy? He, he was in line <laughs> yes, at the old he was, folks cafeteria. Yes, he lived there for many years before I met him. Um, and so it's true. I was that argue. I was a waiter, but when you're a waiter there, basically what it is is there's three options in the kitchen that day. Do you want the burger, the spaghetti, or the lasagna? And so you go out and you've got like your tray that you carry up on your shoulder, and you take one table. And so you ask them oh, all. This you, is only for elderly. Oh, it's folks, only though. elderly folks. Oh, and they pick no. one of three Very items. Very elderly. Oh, Mike no. knows where this is yes, going. Yes, of course, because that's what I'm going to be. They are ornery. Yeah. AF. They are the meanest. <laughs> now, some of them were so. Oh, because I was young. It was like, I was young. It was one of those, 
Oh, you're just the sweetest. You're so kind. Yeah, you'll get a couple. But and they when, gave you like a hard candy. But when they were mean. A mean I, old you, person is you the worst. You can't do it right. Whatever you bring was wrong, Ugh. was prepared wrong, was your fault. I can't I, wait. What, what happens? You're going to be that guy? Oh, yeah. Why do Walter Matthau, grumpy old, old man, is going to be this guy. I believe it. You're a grumpy young man. Yeah. That was not fun as a, as a young Did child. Did they tip well? Oh, there were no tips here. Wait, I got nickels. I think I got paid like five, $5 <laughs> by my mom at the end of a week. This was like... This was pure slave labor. How long did you do this? About a year. Probably oh, from 14 to 15. That explains so much. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I barely remember. I blacked out most so of it. So Jason and I are taking that cool cash, the 40% tip. Mike's taking the 20%. Yeah. Uh, would you rather your name be Papa John or Little Caesar? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? So this is your birth name? Yeah, this is. So this. your name is Little Caesar. Or Papa or John. Papa John. <laughs> ain't, ain't no way. Ain't no way on Papa John. Is this because of yeah. the pizza? Uh, it's because the pizza is the trash of the chain. Oh, stop places. it. Little Caesar is literally like shaved plastic off of the side of a building. No, it, it's... Because it, they make it, buildings out of plastic. If you, if you get it fresh, <laughs> it's cardboard. This building is made out of Little Caesars. Yes. Look, Papa John's might not be the best of the rung here. And I and keep in mind, I love Little Caesar. But Papa John's is way better than Little Caesar. As a name? As, no, as a pizza. But back but to as the name. A name. Oh. I mean, Little Caesar imbues, like, hey, that's Little Caesar over there. Like, He's I got, a little tiny guy. <laughs> this would have been I'm your nickname guy. growing up. I'm a little guy. You ever or seen you're that? a big guy. You're Little John. I got small hands, small features. I'm a little guy. I'm, I'm going to... See, the first thing I do if I'm Little Caesar is I'm already going from the you know the richard to rob or whatever the nicknames are i'm lil yeah you're lil i'm lil caesar you call yeah. me lil caesar, caesar. oh thank lil, you thank lil you caesar. that's right lil caesar and then you can just be lil c Ooh, uh-huh. like a lowercase yeah <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> they call me lowercase c dog <laughs> i'm papa j do yeah, you know how I'm PJ. many call me pj i'm a real tough cat <laughs> PJ does not seem like the name. No, for a tub. Like if you're PJ, you're 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 associated with like clothing you wear yes, at night. Your short handle is pajamas. <laughs> your short handle is pajamas. Yes. Yo PJs. Yo PJs. Come on over here. Get all of me. Hey PJ. I need some backup. I need some comfort. <laughs> Come on, bro. Do you know how Bill many? Caesar's giving me a hard time. So I did not know this until uh, a couple uh, months ago or however long it, it was. Um, we, my wife and I went to a comedy show. We, we just want to go out for that night. And the only one that was in town was Lil Duvall. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. Unaware. And he, he's a, sorry, Duvall. Com- yeah, yeah. Uh, my apologies. Uh, and, and he's a comedian, but he was talking about how he's got like a top 100 billboard song. And I'm like, what? And so I go and I, I'm like, this can't be true. Cause I heard it. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so I go and I look at the top billboards and i search for the name lil to find lil duval apparently if your name is lil you get on the top charts oh. you got lil baby you got lil pump you got lil duval you got lil peep i'm not making this up not to say anything of lil wayne who's also on the top charts lil mm. is in right now i think we're on to something so lil caesar oh lil caesar lil c lil c, lil c. Mm. oh i love it hey I'm lil pj c- <laughs> 
Hey, Yo, PJ. PJ, get over here, yeah. PJ. I think this is a unanimous sweep for Lil C. Yeah, here. I think yeah. it is too. <laughs> get away from me, PJ. You go back home. You creep everyone out, PJ. <laughs> why don't they? Why don't you let me call you Papa John? Ugh. Would you prefer to live in the Sahara or no. in Antarctica? No. Oh man. Oh. Oh. So you're in a desert, or you're freezing your nips off. So this is basically where would you like to spend the final three days of your life? <laughs> <laughs> would you rather die in the Sahara or in well, let's, Antarctica? Let's, let's pretend for a moment that you've got a nice uh, tent shelter in the Sahara. We're set up. And you've got yourself a, an, an Antarctic, uh, uh, what do you call it, an igloo? Like we have to make, <laughs> we have to make it at least 10 years in one of these locations. Yeah, you're going to be really committed to the Antarctic. Oh man! Well, according so, uh, I was going to make a joke of we're, we're in Arizona and say you know ha ha we basically live in the Sahara, but according to Wikipedia, the the average temperature with it's got a mean temperature I should say of about eighty six degrees Fahrenheit. The average high in the summer is one hundred and four, and sometimes it can be one hundred and seventeen. So basically, my gonna be casual joke is actually true we already live in these temperatures hmm right yeah, but, but it's a little more remote yeah i was gonna You're say out in the middle of nowhere we have air-conditioned buildings here i think in but it also Sahara, then then it also i'm sure gets colder at night because you don't have all the cement and everything holding the temperatures. doesn't get quite as cold as little c no <laughs> little c is cold as ice i was gonna say as antarctica, antarctica. Oh. <laughs> but you got the camel game there's no camel game in antarctica Oh, dude. You're oh dealing- but that would be awesome. I'm riding around on a polar bear. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Kia! Jason, I don't think there's polar bears down there, man. Really? Yeah. There's are- no polar bears in Antarctica? No, that's, no, a- that's like Atlanta, that's, that's Alaska north. and north. The that's north. a north pole What thing. animals are at the... There's penguins. I love penguins. You can get... Like, I can't you ride can one, a- man. If you can get like a fleet, maybe you can get them to pull you Actually, do you know how big penguins are? Like... Well, the king penguins? The king ones are giant. I've been to SeaWorld, man. These You could not ride these things. You, oh, will, I, you will kill them. A king... is that? Are they called king penguins? Emperor. The, they're emperor. There's, yes, both. Yes, There's both. There's king penguins and emperor penguins. The emperor penguins are big, but I think they're very, very mean. I think, I'm mean, Mike. I think both of them would be squished by Jason. <laughs> the th- polar bear and the, and the emperor <laughs> penguin? <laughs> no, the, the king and the emperor. Um, so, so an emperor. Penguin so, what are some of the perks of living in the desert? Grows to basically on average four feet. That's pretty large for an animal, for a bird. I've got re- full grown relatives that are barely <laughs> full four feet, like Lil C. Like Lil Wait, C. But hold on, Lil C. Do you attempt- three feet eight? Have you ever attempted PJ's to ride on your relatives? I have not yet attempted to ride on my relative, but now my my curiosity has peaked. And Thanksgiving's coming up, and I'm gonna hop on over up- under. A penguin is not shaped. Three, three of them to carry you. The only way you're riding a penguin is if you start at the top of a hill, you put it on its belly, you hop on its like back. Like a toboggan? And you slide down that dead Ooh, penguin carcass. That sounds fantastic. I mean, that's just like a toboggan. Um, <laughs> what are the perks of living in one or the other? I'm just curious what you think. The, I mean, All right, so one thing that we yeah, know. Un- unlimited water in the Antarctic. We have traveled. True, you're right? Well, I mean, you're in the form of ice. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. ice and snow. The Sahara, you'll you'll get the the vision of the oasis, so you can get some cool hallucinations going on. Yeah, 
That that's one perk. That's a perk. That's a big perk. I, maybe. Um, you don't have to wear as many as much clothes. You so be, you got, no, you actually do the, in the Sahara. Oh, you'll oh, burn yeah, to a crisp. Man, like, one, not, uh, besides water, not while one, you sleep. One of the most important things, if you are stranded in a desert, is actually clothing. Hmm. And you're going to have to wear long sleeves and cover yourself. Otherwise, you're just going to, like Jay said, you'll burn your skin off. We have uh, the the three of us have traveled around the country, around the United States, recording podcasts before, and <laughs> very. Very well-known travelers. Very well-known travelers. <laughs> and you guys have seen how my body reacts to certain temperatures. Yes. Is this your way of reminding people that you... I run a little hot. Yeah. And he's saying that in the Antarctic, he would actually still be sweaty. I would be able to be in my boxer shorts all the time <laughs> uh, and not have to be sweating so profusely. Snowball fight! I'm definitely... Like, if, if these are real extremes, like deathly extremes, I'd much rather be in the cold. Than the hot. I'm sick of the hot. We Jason, live in Arizona. Jason can't comprehend weather and expectations anyway. Mike and I, it's been cold in Arizona, like 45 degrees in the morning. So for Arizona, that's cold. It's cold, especially because you don't dress for 45. And that's what I'm saying. Jason shows up to work complaining about how cold it is inside <laughs> in shorts and flip-flops every day. Like some kind of psychopath. Turn the heat on, guys. Psychopath. Look, I don't like wearing pants or socks or shoes and long sleeve nonsense i love it man i'm a free bird you should feel bad for us america (laughs) uh let's move on that's a great question which would you go with final answer mike i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna take the heat i am too being cold sucks um you have to pick. Here's the. That's a great question for today. You have to pick one actor or actress to star in every movie for the rest of your life. Who do you pick? Ooh. Wait, like as in every movie I watch? Every movie that comes out stars one actor and one actress. So okay. likable okay. factor to me is what goes into there. Okay. Like, but you also need versatility. Yeah. You can't have, you know, you, you can't have, like I love Andy Samberg. But I'm not watching him in some dramas and some hardcore suspense. Like his or, face yeah. is too funny. I'm and gonna I like, never take him serious. I like Tom Hanks, but Tom Hanks an action movie would be real rough with oh, Tom Hanks. Crazy. What Turner would, and Hooch? I mean, you're going back for. I'm talking modern day, man. Well, and here's the real problem. Tom I was Hanks, gonna I was gonna bring up Tom he Hanks. He ain't a spring chicken because Tom Hanks is my clear pick. He's 62, if, man. If it wasn't like if he had to go back in time and and replace every actor in every movie, he would be the guy because he can do comedy as good as anybody. He could do drama as good as anybody. But if it's the rest of my life, I'm yeah. going to have some real old rom-coms that <laughs> I'm not going to really want to go see when he's 80. Sorry, Tom. I love you, but I got to go a little so you're, younger. You're thinking you need an actor more like our age so they they will at least age exactly with, with you with me all right and for me for the actor it's gotta be i mean i don't think there's anybody as funny or as similar to me <laughs> as christopher pratt yeah that was actually the name coming to my you can't my brain him. chris pratt is this isn't the draft jason I, no i know it's not the draft where i could not get chris pratt spoiler um, but yeah, no, I, I, he's funny. He's young. He can be in shape. He can be fat, which I love. Hmm. 
makes me feel good yeah, about myself. Yeah, well, the OG. He's, he's not so much anymore. Quite felt these days. Uh, yeah, so that's that. Do we have to pick an actor and an actress or just one? I think they both. I mean, Jennifer Lawrence is the pick for me for the actress. I'm going to go Ryan Gosling on actor. Oh, that's that's pretty good. Because I think he can be funny. Yes. I think he, he's a good dra- dramatic actor, and he could play. He could do action. Oh, you're good, but you you got the wrong Ryan if you're going with a young oh, you gotten- Seacrest. <laughs> yes. That's <laughs> that where we're going. I think no, he was going Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, he's great. He's great. Yeah, I mean. But drama? Give yeah. me Gosling over Reynolds every day of the week. I agree. but Hugh Jackman's got to be up there, too. But he's actually he's older than you think. Hugh Jackman. It doesn't matter. Yeah. There's enough HGH flowing around <laughs> My where God. he looks he looks younger than yeah, me. Someone get that man a blood test. I actually think he might legit. He's like, only fifty. Legitimately be Wolverine. <laughs> His healing. Now, Mike, possible. I know you're going with Steve Buscemi for the actor side. I love Steve Buscemi. See? No, this isn't actors who would play us in a movie, Andy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, do you have your picks? You got any picks, Mike? I mean, I know Jason's actress is Meryl Streep. Oh, <laughs> overrated. Oh, yes. oh, my gosh. Man. Nah, I mean, Chris Pratt was the first guy that, that came to mind. Uh, but, but if I have to, cool. think, of, if cool. I have to think of someone... Di- what? I mean, that's all I okay, can think no, of. Okay, that's fine. It's like once you lock onto your answer... You're, no, you're fine. You're done. Uh, Sam from Twitter. Is it acceptable to cut food with scissors? For example... Cubing a ham slice or cutting a small pizza. My wife insists it is absurd and abnormal and has been a pet peeve of hers since the beginning of our marriage. Okay. okay. It doesn't make sense, and yet I don't know why we don't do it. Here's because I've seen them for kids. I've seen food scissors, food for, scissors for not for the kids to use, but you use them to like quickly cut off all the uh, crusts or cut your sandwich into like circles or cubes. Like it. Mm. It makes perfect sense, and they, it works really well, but it seems super abnormal because I think you think you're cutting with metal, metal, and food don't mix. And yeah, it, like what's, what's a, like knife a knife made out of? <laughs> okay, that's a weird like, thing. Scissors <laughs> yeah. are just it's, literally two knives, with, <laughs> but they they have a mechanism holding them together they that have can open and close. all over them, it's don't they? It's real. What Andy is saying is real. <laughs> Like, I, I mean, Mike makes it, perfect sense, too. It grosses me out. I've seen people use scissors. I go, that's so smart and disgusting. But what? why? And what? they have food scissors to open bags, but cutting the food itself seems like it's off limits. Here's why. Here's why. You never because cut meat with scissors? Yeah. No, I'm not you, a monster. You've done that? Yes. For real? Yeah, like like a like a chicken breast or chicken filet. And what else? But here's here's where I. How I do think, you think you get chicken strips, man? <laughs> with a knife. Here's the thing. <laughs> it what, takes you, way too long. No, a knife is just as easy. When he's talking about when Andy's talking about cutting your you know crust off, I'm like, I don't have any problem just taking a knife and going whop 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 crust gone. Yeah, but that, how many have how many sandwiches have you done in a row? Two hundred and fifty. That's a lie. That is That's a, a lie. That's a bold faced lie. I, for, for my son, uh, for his preschool. I like to prep the sandwiches. Like on, on a Sunday night, I know I'm going to have to make a sandwiches. And there is, if given the option in the morning, you know, it's 5.30 in the morning between making him a sandwich or death, I frequently would, would just prefer to die <laughs> right. and make a sandwich. So Sunday night, I like to prepare them all. And he likes them in triangles. So you're talking five. By, but by, um, by the fifth sandwich of doing, of doing the triangles. How many kids do you have? Too many. Too many is the answer. Okay. But f- by the fifth sandwich, you're like, 
ah, you know, kind of getting a little cramp in the hand because you got to hold the knife down. If there was a, if there was a cool, you scissors, don't think I could you'd do. have cramps in your scissor hands? No, no, scissor hands are uh, scissor hand cramps are real. Yeah, they're I real. Would, you ever tried to really go at a piece of cardboard with a pair of scissors? Oh, but bread is not, bread is not cardboard. What kind of bread are you buying? Well, There's just, a real dense sourdough. I haven't <laughs> used scissors with bread. I'm here's, saying I've used it with cardboard. Here's why it seems so disgusting, and it is so disgusting. Because you want to know what else you use those knives for? What? Nothing. They're used for food and food only. But scissors, you need scissors to open certain things that you can't... You wouldn't grab a knife to open. You need scissors. And so you're cutting other objects... You're cutting into, you know, look, you, it's it's Christmas morning. You're opening the package. You got buy two pairs of scissors. The well, problem they is have, solved. And they there's do food, have food scissors, food shears. Yeah, but those they're going to be stolen. They're going to be like, ah, oh, I need scissors. Does anybody have? Just grab the food scissors. I got to cut off one of my no, toenails. No. Now that is disgusting. That is disgusting. And it would happen in my household. I promise you that. No, those scissors would be defiled immediately. Does your wife have? A high-quality pair of fabric scissors. Oh, of course. She's a craftress. Craft- My mom had a pair of those, and, and I was never and allowed if you, to touch if them. If you even thinking oh. about grabbing them, like, does she just punch you in the face? No, we need them for what... It's like... The mom I'm, with I'm with you. My, my mom had the I had grew the up fabric and it was scissors. like, no matter what you do, son, I don't care if you run off like, with a random lady. I don't care <laughs> if you do drugs. I don't care what you do, but if you touch my fabric scissors and you cut a piece of car, uh, a piece of construction of paper. paper with them, oh, I will have your done. head. <laughs> I will over. kill you. No, for, for my household, it starts out, we get the scissors. They're going to stay in this room. They're only for opening X, Y, or Z. The fabric is only for the fabric. And then fast forward a month. I can't find the other scissors. I need scissors. I'm grabbing those scissors. Oh, I'm using man. them for whatever I need. Scissors are like uh, sunglasses or socks. You lose them all the time. I feel like you always need seven or eight extra packs of scissors around to get so by. So you guys use your fabric scissors for everything. So basically what you're saying is... You can cut the crust there, off your bread with fabric there, scissors. There's probably fabric in your house that's just covered in salmonella. <laughs> that's right. Wait, no, because I don't use it on food. I don't well, use to, any scissors on food. To cut bags open. You've never cut a bag open? Of course I cut bags. Bags have salmonella? Well, yeah, bags if, of, if of raw chicken raw could chicken. have them. Yeah. Do you really just cut oh, raw Jason, chicken bags Jason open? Jason realized <laughs> no, the terrible no. mistakes he's made. No, this How is, do you open these bags? The pause was not me realizing, <laughs> oh, no, what have I done? The pause was, what chicken in a bag are you getting? Like, you guys are buying... And then I realized, oh, yeah, chicken. Yeah. It <laughs> always comes in a bag. <laughs> Pretty much always comes in So here's the thing. I <laughs> think we this show we frequently. Like just plop it in your hand. <laughs> no, but if you go to the I deli. put mine in my pockets. <laughs> <laughs> if you go to the deli, they wrap it in, like, butcher paper. And? And then put a sticker on it. That's it. Wait. Not raw okay. chicken. Well, yes. I don't know, Mr. Hoity Toity always getting his meat from the butcher. I'm getting. <laughs> That's insane. So, uh, I think uh, this show often leads to incredible life-changing inventions. Fully disposable one-time-use food scissors. That's what <laughs> but, I figured but out. They need to be piles. So wasteful. The land, <laughs> the landfill is the la- filled with yeah. them. Our world is ruined, <laughs> but our kitchens are safe. You just need biodegradable metal, Mike. Jeez. Yeah, that's an excellent point. Um. Okay. Cool. By the way, we got I got off into this tangent. I was reminiscing with my parents this past week and we were talking about Mike, since you brought up the 
fabric scissors yes. that your mom wouldn't let you touch. Yes. Did you have a room in your house that was the formal dining room in which you could not either sit on the table or really venture into that room at all? Did you have a room that was kind of private that probably had a bunch of precious moments on the wall we, and a bunch of plates and like spoons? We definitely had a formal dining table, but it wasn't that crazy as I'm sure you'll I'm sure you have a good story. Uh, but I did have a friend that when you went over to their house, they had a room and it was like, it was the formal room that had a piano in it and it had white carpet. Oh, come on. We were literally not allowed in this room. It wasn't just, it wasn't just take your shoes off. It's you cannot go in this room. Why does this room exist? Of course you can't go in that room. They have white carpet. Anyone goes in that room, room is ruined. But this goes down to like, my mom grew up in a house where they had a beautiful couch with plastic on it. Oh, I have the same. I Covered in plastic. Oh, the plastic for 10 couch. years of sticky plastic to cover the couch that's comfortable. It's unbelievable, man. My So co- combining those two stories, my parents, during our one rich phase in my childhood, which was short-lived, <laughs> um, we, they when bought you were this, at the butcher every week. <laughs> That's this, what happened. They bought this super nice, beautiful-looking white couch. Oh, no. Not leather. Cloth. White. What are they doing? Microfiber. Not tan. White. White as a piece of paper. And it was so beautiful that they covered it in sheets at all times. Just Dirty old sheets that haven't been used on a bed in forever. And that was what was in our living room. A sheet-covered couch. This could have been from Goodwill. No one could tell we had a nice couch because you had to leave it covered in sheets. They never did, like, would they uncover it for if they had friends over? I don't ever remember that couch being uncovered. I don't know if something happened in the beginning. It was insane. I always remember being a kid going, why did we get this? We needed a beautiful couch that we can't see. That's like buying a, a nice car and driving around with that cover on it. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? You know what I mean? The Just one that they put the windshield in the, open. The windshield. I got to keep it safe. Yeah, we had a dining table. I never sat in it, ever. It was just, it was fine, nice wood table. Would love to have sat in there. I don't remember ever it's sitting like in it. like the china that people Do don't eat off Do you guys have china? Of. No, we don't have china. I won't have nonsense like this in my house. Not really. Do you? I don't think so. I mean, maybe we, maybe we do. Well, maybe well we gotta... I haven't asked my butler lately <laughs> if we have China in the I'm, third floor. Do they put chickens in bags? Because normally Jeeves brings me my chicken. <laughs> we go out back. We feather it. And we... Do, you f- do you feather it? De-feather? I don't know. You're taking chickens that already got feathers. You're putting more feathers on them. <laughs> then you're de-feathering them. You can't them. have enough feathers on a chicken. That's what makes the finest feathered meats. <laughs> I love feathered meats. Mm, delicious. <laughs> feathered meats. <laughs> That's a, new- a delicacy. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Last, um, oh, goodness. Last great question before we jump into the mock draft. <laughs> Fine feathered meats. What mythical creature would improve the world the most if it existed? Mm. I, got, I got mine. All right, sir. It's the leprechaun. Really? Oh, that's, that's 100%. not bad. That's not Lepre- bad. I mean, how le- would that improve the world? Well, look, if you are destitute, if you're in a bad place, you're going to be a rainbow chaser. 
Because what's at the end of that rainbow now? Pot of gold. A pot of and gold. And where does the leprechaun come into the equation? Just to get my lore correct. The lepre- Are they hanging out with the gold at the, the bo- ba- bottom of the, the rainbow? The leprechaun is sitting on top of the pot. How do you think the pot is filled up with gold? A leprechaun clearly fills it up. I mean, this. Oh, guy. wait, what? Yeah, yeah. There are uh, leprechaun hold droppings. Hold on. What What mythology did you grow up with? I, I, I'm not super up to date on leprechaun mythology. All I know is if a leprechaun exists, a pot of gold exists at the end of the rainbow. But yes. there is no end to the actual rainbow. Therefore, leprechauns might exist, and we don't even know. So you're telling me I need to go try to find a pot I'm of gold. Yeah, just keep going. You'll keep get going. to the end one day. I've seen the end of a to rainbow. To me, it's a giant. A giant is the Help solution. Help the world? Yeah. Or enslave. Enslave for sure. One friendly, large giant that can handle big tasks. So you're just talking about Hagrid. No, that's too small. I'm talking about like the equivalent of uh, Gulliver to the world. Okay. You remember Gulliver's Travels? Of course. Yeah. And that was more like, you know, a person. Jason doesn't. (laughs) No, I have no idea what. You don't know Gulliver's. Ah, Not only is that a famous bug. Killing me. But there was a ridiculous TV movie starring Ted Danson. Ted Danson, yes. Growing up. With that Gulliver. Was when they were going through all the old, uh, like, well-known mythological That was stories. like when Merlin came out with... Uh, and they did the, the Odyssey. From Jurassic Park. Yeah. Gulliver's Travels came out. TV movies were a big thing. Yeah, big time. You, yeah, really? I don't know. Don't know I'm looking story? up pictures. It's Gulliver. got a cool two and a half stars. <laughs> no no uh, bells are struck by huh. me. There's also a Jack Black movie yes. of the same name. Oh, I love Jack Black. Uh, anyway, I think a giant, an enormous giant, he would be able to solve all the world's problems because if you're not in line, the giant comes after you. If you need heavy construction done, the giant will take care of that for you. Or he just makes giant problems. That's possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he better not walk near my home that crumbles. <laughs> it's pretty important to realize how kind this giant is. It's a gentle giant. He's, so he, He's you a want, tiptoe. You want the jolly green giant. Oh, there you go. That's, That's fair. You want the Jolly Green Giant. Infinite green beans. <laughs> and you have a bowl of green beans. And you have a bowl of green beans Mr. with giant, your feathered chicken. No one likes green beans. That's true. No one. I'm going to go with the like dwarves. Because these are in, in fantasy stories, these are the guys who are always making the cool stuff. That's and fair. also opening up the hellfire demons from the deep. Do they do that? Yeah. Have you ever seen Lord of the Rings? The well, dwarves see, may- do it? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of their fault. But here's the thing. <laughs> I think that Mike's right because this would be like they make cool stuff and then they stay out of the way because they live under the ground. That's true. Mike they don't wants wanna... some kind of creature that keeps keeps yeah, their keep distance yourself, from Mike. Like, oh, like, how did we not like, go elves? Because dwarves made like Thor's hammer. Is made by dwarves. dwarves. Are, I mean, dwarves. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, Combine They're them. short, but their ears oh, are pointy. Mixed species. Wait, those are just gnomes. <laughs> That's not a dwarf. Well, ear, pointy-eared dwarves? What's or? the most famous dwarf you know? The mo- uh, Sherlock gnomes. <laughs> okay. A, an elf is very condescending to humans. They think they're well, superior. They're, because they they're, are they're superior. A, like a beautiful race. Right? By the way, the Jolly they're Green species. Giant was also very into corn. So, oh, fantastic. Corn's delicious. I'll take the bowl of corn, please. Here's a bowl of non-nutritious vegetables. But delicious. It's true. That's true. But like the dwarves made all the cool mythological stuff. Okay, so we got dwarves, giants, leprechauns, maybe some elves or dwarf, dwelves. Dwelves, yeah. You need a... The Spitballer's Draft. What's the inverse of a dwarf? An eld. 
<laughs> okay. Um, we've got a mock draft. Jason's drafting first. Mm-hmm. We are. Jason, I'm let the so people know what we're doing. Happy that I get first pick in this because there is a. I I wouldn't. I literally. I'm not. A, this is not a joke. If I wasn't drafting first, I would never allow this draft because I can't come out of this draft without a specific person. We are drafting TV show dads. If they're in a TV show and they have a child, they count as a TV show dad. All what right. dads are you wanting? Now, we're drafting the dad qualities, right? Whatever we want. Good, sure. bad, ugly, however we want. You're it. not drafting the actor. You're drafting the TV the, dad. Exactly. The character who is a dad <laughs> on TV. I feel like that's a really strong disclaimer for one person. And that person shan't be drafted here. Uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> here's here's the thing not happening growing up i always said i've, I've said this a hundred times it's funny a little sad and that i i feel like i was raised in part by two television and movie television slash movie stars mm-hmm. like you know the my two dads thing like jim carrey movies helped raise me and I got all of my fatherly parenting for a large portion from the first round pick in this draft. (laughs) Tim, the tool man, Taylor. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. I know you're looking. I don't don't have it. But... but, Tim, oh look at that. there! It oh was yeah. Tim the Tool Man Taylor. I mean, growing up in our age, uh, <laughs> yes, yes. Thank you, Tim Allen. Uh, gr- growing up, I mean, my that was age the bracket, one family show we watched. Everyone watched it. JTT? You kidding me? I mean, the, everyone had the JTT haircut. We were trying to be like Jonathan yeah. Taylor Thomas, and our dad was Tim the Tool Man Taylor. It wasn't really watched very much in my household. Mm, I feel sorry for you. I'm really going to turn the tables on this one. Oh, man. And I'm going to go with Tony Soprano. Oh! Right yeah. out the gate! Going hardcore. Yeah, I'm going to go with Tony Soprano. Look, I know he's a he's a flawed man in many respects, but I know he's going to take care of business. We're going to be well supplied financially. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to feel real safe with the hard lessons from the street. Get to feel real safe and always real worried about, is dad coming home? That's right, but he, he comes home most of the time. <laughs> now, I have never it watched... It really only takes one. <laughs> I know. For not coming home. This that's, is true. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Uh, I have not watched The Sopranos, but my... So, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, bad man? Yeah, I... I Point I'm, of view. Perspective. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, most of The Sopranos, he's spending his time, uh, you know, with a shrink. Like Robin, and talking Robin through the complexities. Ah, is Robin Hood a bad guy? Deep. I don't know. Depends on who you're talking no, to. He's, he's a little not a bad guy. I'm gonna put this on record. He's a little worse than Robin Hood. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so, so rung below. He's Robin more like Hood. steal from the ridge, give to myself. No, that's it. That's it. Um, All so right, you got Mike. Tim the Tool Man. Mike's. Got I went. Him. I went uh, a little strange with Tony Soprano. And All right, Mike but gets I went two strong. picks. Yeah, you get two, Mike. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, you go you go back to back. All right. Oh, man. Very, very interesting. Okay, well, I'm going to take Homer Simpson with my oh, first yeah. pick. He's uh, high on my list. Oh, he's he's actually a great dad, great huh. father figure. Hmm. Really? Yes. Hmm. Uh, yes. Uh, this is coming from two guys who don't actually watch The Simpsons. I mean, I've, I've watched, seen The Simpsons. I've watched, watched 
50 he, plus. How is he uh, a good father? 70 figure? plus. Genuinely. What do you, he's, uh, he, he's always. I want to know. Look, he's always teaching the kids lessons. He's he's actually around. Okay. He, All right. He's in a been in a, a a great one of the actually only stable marriages on television. That's fair. That yeah, part's like, fair. I mean, he, like, Homer is actually a good dude. Would you say at, at the beginning there was some strangulation that happened? Yeah, I was, gonna, I was just going to bring up the one, choking your children. That went away eventually, and the show has been on basically our entire lives. Well, yeah, Homer Simpson know. is a great man. I'm sure you'll have many fans with that. He is. He is a great man. And then I'm going to go with the other one, another man who he actually might be thought of more as an uncle, but he's oh. a father of the show. I'm taking Uncle Phil, Philip oh. Banks. Very I'm nice. taking the Fresh Prince's uncle, Carlton's dad. He is now you un- want to talk about a great dad? That was a great man. Oh, the uncle judge. Phil? Yeah. He was fantastic. And... I know that I'm well taken care of financially as well. Yeah, I mean, look, you're in, living in Bel Air. There's only, uh, yeah, that makes okay. sense. So you got Homer Simpson. He's I on got, my list. I got a butler to cut the. Uh, yeah, cut, that's good. To feather my meat. Um, <laughs> to feather my meat. I want the finest feathered meats, and I want them now. Uh, Uncle Phil, and Homer Simpson. I I went with Tony Soprano. I now need to draft a TV dad that I want to see have to interact with Tony Soprano on a regular basis. Oh. So I'm going to take Danny Tanner. Oh. Because I can't think of two more opposite people. So I'll have the perfect balance. I mean, I could have just drafted like two normal dads. But I'll go with Danny Tanner. I need the life lessons. I need the soft piano in my life. Certainly. And uh, I thought that's who you were referring to when you said, you know. That's exactly what I thought when he said the uncle. Uncle Danny. Yeah, I mean. Mm. uh, So Tony and Danny, uh, you can be my TV dad. Uncle Phil's way better than that guy. All right. I can't. Uh, I mean, that's just basically drafting myself, too. Jason gets two picks. All right, I get two picks. So here's a guy that I – he's who I want really bad, and I thought from the beginning I'm taking him in the fourth round because neither of you are going to think of this guy because he's not a dad. Like, you don't think of him as a dad, but I do. I I think he was an incredible father, taught his children valuable lessons, hard lessons, actually, taught them loyalty. I'm going to write them, down a name. Taught them everything that I thought was amazing, a great man, and, but it, since he's not thought of as a dad, I thought he could s- sneak past. But every time you guys opened your mouth, I was worried I was going to miss out on him. The way he's missing out on his head. Oh, Ed Stark! I'm taking oh, Ned wow. Stark. He is. Is that a, that's a TV dad? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. He's, yeah. He's on my list. Oh, okay. I love him. So I take it that is not who you wrote down there, Mike. No, it is not. Eddard Stark from Game of Thrones. Yeah, Eddard Stark, Game of Thrones. Uh. I'll he was, the, and I'll, he was not. I will take the season one version <laughs> of, <laughs> of uh, Mr. Stark. And then, uh, since I am back-to-back here, got some good... So, you like your, uh, you like your side children? <laughs> yeah, I love all my children. I will take <laughs> care like from another mother? of all of my children. Who, maybe? We don't know. We don't know if it's his. No, I think we've... You know, spoilers. I'm sure you keep yeah, we, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Um, all right. So look, I'm a little jealous of the Homer pick. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because Very happy. he sometimes as a dad, I'm not great. Sometimes I'm just lazy. I don't teach the right things. I don't do the right things. I just want to turn on the football and I'm not proud of this. Wait, you're no, this, he's not a good man, but he, <laughs> no, you go ahead. You take him. This is, I'm not drafting him f- for being a great dad. I'm drafting him for being a great 
television character. He was a dad, and I enjoyed the character of Al... This, this show was not allowed in my house. Of Al Bundy. He was not allowed in my house either. <laughs> oh, I watched a lot. That Did show you watch that on your sheet couch? That uh, show was off limits. <laughs> Married with Children, Al Bundy. Wow. Like, like the, the logo... Coming up in how it slimes out. Love and marriage. I feel like I'm, love I feel like I'm getting in trouble just thinking about I am, it. I do, too. I'm like looking over my shoulder. So you guys have never watched this? Oh, no. I mean, I watched it. It just wasn't allowed in my house. It was a really good show. Like I, I, it, was, it was great. It was super funny. I'll go with the polar. Uh, is it my pick? Yes. Yeah, wait, did you take your two? Yeah, you took Ed Stark. Okay. Um, Because I have to, it's kind of my MO. All right. I'm going to go ahead and take Andy Taylor. <laughs> Yes. If you don't know who Andy Taylor is, flip on your black and whites because uh, that's Andy from the Andy Griffith Show. Yeah. I'm an Andy. I relate to this Andy because I lived my life in black and white about 50 years ago. And uh, he was a wonderful father, a spectacular role model, and, you know, a police officer. So you just got to give him credit. All right. This is the name I, I thought you might be going with because I think it's a super sneaky pick. Uh, the fact that oh. we were talking about Chris Pratt earlier in the show got me a little bit freaked out. Uh, but this is a man who he's thought more of as just this is a man's man. Like he's great with wood. He loves bacon and eggs, but he's also a really freaking good dad. Oh, yeah. I know who you're going with. Because you don't know him as a dad at the beginning of the show, but Ron Swanson. Absolutely. The mustache himself. Heck, yeah, man. He's getting in there. He's doing tea parties. He don't care. You, that's, that's a cool pick. That's you, sneaky. You raise your kids right. That's a sneaky pick. I, I like it. I thought you were. That's who I wrote down. No, that's great. If you want to check it out, then the last pick because we're going four, right? Yeah. Cliff. Uh there's there's still actually a lot of names on the list that I want to go with, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna keep it a little bit modern. A man who helped read no you don't know who i'm talking about oh, okay there's no way you're taking this guy all right good but this is a man who's helping to rebuild society after the zombie apocalypse i am taking rick grimes wow because he don't mess around i know that my my dad's gonna keep me safe gonna yeah. keep me safe in case of zombies let me ask and you looters and marauders did uh rick's son stay safe he, yeah, that was not Rick's fault. That was once he was already a man, <laughs> okay, and, right. and he was trying to take care of himself. That's fine. So your final four, Homer Simpson, Uncle Phil, Ron Swanson, Rick Grimes. And he actually, just in case you're wondering, Jason, Carl got himself bit because he was being a human and saving another person. Wow. Lessons taught to him by his father, Rick Grimes. His about, father taught him how to die. About time he did something, Carl. Um, <laughs> Carl! I feel like th- that was like a spoiler for people. Too bad. All right. Um... <laughs> Deal so, with it. So I've well, got, I, I like that I protect season one from Game of Thrones, but not last season from Walking Dead. Yeah, that's why I brought it up. Everyone's All right, so I've got, I've got this very Carl! stark contrast with Tony Soprano, but then I've got Danny Tanner and Andy Taylor. Well, those are the nicest two dads. Yeah. I got one horrible dad. Are you so going I mean am, again? I'm going mean again. Oh, he's got to have the sandwich. It's a mean sandwich. Oh, I think I know where he's going. Hold on, hold on. Let me look at my list and see I'm going to write Walter down the name. Yep, I knew it. White. Uh, he's on my short list. Walter White. Look, he started out with great motives. He wants to, he, he's going to die. And he wants his family to be safe. And things spiral out of control. But his brain and Tony Soprano's brain, they're going to work perfectly together. They're going to have an enterprise here. And the front facing, you will have an enterprise the front facing sure. dads, the Danny Tanner and Andy Taylor, will be my front facing dads. Tony, 
Walter, you'll handle the back the back side of the business. Yeah, no, wow. I, that's that's that's. Great. I'm not sure how to think about your. And list. he's a. I mean, both Tony Soprano and Walter White are very like confusing characters. Yeah, I. I okay. mean, I assumed it was going to be Mike Brady as Andy's last pick. Um, Sorry, I wasn't. Brady bunch. Uh, I wasn't a Brady Bunch watcher, believe oh, it or not. All right, so I'm. I I'm, don't. <laughs> there now that I'm the last pick, I can kind of share the people I'm thinking about. Maybe maybe see some reactions. Oh, yeah. So. Th- by sharing them in Jason Moreland, that means he gets to include all of them. No, I'm just going to pick one of them. Cheater. I get the last pick here. So, Carl Winslow was in consideration. Yeah, I He's thought about high him, on my list. I loved Family Matters. He was awesome. Uh, definitely worth taking. But I think I'm really between two guys. And one is a pole pick, I feel. And one is an awesome pick that I don't know how many people will know. So, first, when you said I'm going modern... Oh yeah, he's on my list too. I when you yeah, that I thought that Phil. was a clue for Mr. Dumphy. Yeah. Phil Dumphy. I mean, he is That's a great pick. He's great. He's fun, he's funny, he tries to be a great dad, he's kind of a loser. That's a lot of me. And <laughs> that's a lot of me in there. Um but also a lot of me, but a little bit less loser is Adam Braverman from Parenthood. That was a great show. I'm only looking at Andy cuz I know you watch it. Yeah. You are correct. I don't know. It. That is one cheesy dude. I love that is one I, cheesy the, dad. That fits you. Your dad jokes are so wait, right are in these there. picks or you're just going? Well, I'm, I don't know. I'm what he's making doing. He's my final to, pick. He's my, trying to pull me for a good answer. And my final pick is Phil Dumphy. Who is that? Uh, from Modern, Modern Family. Family. The uh, oh, I never goofy watched that. Realtor dad. Huh. He's fun. I like him. All, All right. right. He's great. And very man. very funny. Uh, Tony Soprano, Danny Tanner, Andy Taylor, Walter White. Michael Bluth was in strong consideration for me as oh, well. How did I not go with the Bluth family? Yeah, I don't know, man. I could have still taken Job. <laughs> Think about it. He's a father. Uh, your team, Jason? Uh, my team, Tim, the tool man, Taylor. That's just a great pick. Al Bundy, Eddard Stark, and Phil Dumphy. I got Homer, Philip Banks, Ron Swanson, and Rick Grimes. Ron Swanson was a sneaky pick because, like you said, he wasn't a dad in the beginning. Yeah. But uh, he was a pretty good dad. All uh, right, gentlemen, you what learn did you today? learn? Yeah. What would you learn on the show today? I learned that Jason puts chicken in his pockets. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, here, here's what I actually learned today. I learned that I was very concerned with one of the questions on this show, and I didn't get a chance to answer. It was the who would play someone in every uh, episode or right. in every movie. I gave my male answer. I didn't give my female, but I, I really had to pick one, and I went with Emily Blunt. Oh, that's a good answer. Good answer. That is what I learned today about myself. Okay. Deep. I learned that Jason wants to live his life in his boxer shorts, would live in the desert. With in the snow. No, he, no, he would live in Antarctica in his oh, boxers. Oh, yeah, sorry. In, in, in Antarctica with the least amount of clothing possible. Yes. With I'd like to send him. I'd honestly like to send him to Antarctica, Mike. I'll accept say postage. I'll accept your <laughs> ticket. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the Spitballers Podcast. To see what other nonsense the guys are up to, check out spitballerspod.com.